All right, what's up, family? It's your boy John Bacon from the Bacon Bits Podcast. Thank you so much for your support, likes, and ratings. Please don't just listen, but rate me, follow me, and subscribe. This is an amazing way to offer free support. My beautiful queen and I have some books that we have written for your growth. So the first book we have is a workbook, actually. It's called Healthy Relationships, and this is a workbook through the lens of faith. Because what makes a relationship healthy or unhealthy? So this workbook is designed, it's a 12-week, it's a biblically grounded course, and every week has a, a few different principles. So if some of our principles, some of our topics that we're covering are respect, uh, cultivating security. And this is not just between a husband and wife. This is between parents, between siblings, between friends, between your bosses, employers. So it's really important and everyone deserves a healthy relationship. And also we have The Balanced Life by John Bacon. It covers how to be prosperous in your finances, relationships, your health, your mind, and your spirit. And we also have The Unraveling, a creative healing journal, pinings, poems, prayers, and ponderings of my precarious life. Um, I've had a testimony of, uh, I've had two brain tumors and two brain surgeries, and I'm super grateful, but I'm still grieving the process of healing. And this is part of the process. In this book, you have devotionals, you have prayers, and you have some ponderings. And in between these pages, you, there's a space for you to also be prompted to paint and to create uh, your own. Or maybe you want to write something in these books. This is part of your creative healing journal that we get to walk through together. And you guys can just head over to Kingdom Servants First. Kingdom Servants, the number one, st.com. And you can purchase all three of these books Thank you for your support, your love, and your contributions. God bless. So my baby was like, babe, you know, I still want to do this camping thing. And I was like, babe, okay, we're going to do it. But it's going to have to be, we're going to have to make it look a whole lot different than I'm used to being. Because your boy ain't trying to be outside with all them bugs and (laughs) mosquitoes and all that. And I'm like, oh, babe. Welcome, family, to the Bacon Bits Podcast, where we desire for you to take the bits of information and immediately apply them to your life for success. The ground rules for our podcast is that it will always be encouraging, uplifting, and informative. The areas of life that we will be talking about on the Bacon Bits Podcast is dealing with having a balanced life, spiritually, mentally, physically, relational, and financial. I need you to say it now. Say valuable information applied equals success. And we are back with another wonderful episode on healthy relationships with my beautiful, gorgeous, smart, intelligent. Oh, my God. Just my everything. My beautiful wife, Diana Costa Bacon. How you doing, babe? I'm doing fantastic, babe. Glad to be back. Sweet. So what we're going to be talking about today on the podcast is healthy compromises in relationships. To compromise is to make a deal between different parties where each party gives part of their demands. We never compromise God's words, values, or our faith. But some things in life will require compromise. Ooh, wee. You mean to tell me I can't get my way all the time? 
I gotta, <laughs> I gotta compromise with other people, babe. What are you, what are you asking of me? Come on now. <laughs> well, let's be real. You get your way ninety percent of the times. So. Uh, seems like it. Seems like yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we, I think we get ninety percent both ways, babe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think part of the um, compromise question. First of all, I, th- I think there's a like a negative just kind of a negative feel about that word yeah. compromise and it doesn't have to be negative like we can both win mm-hmm. and if it's, it's it, first of all it's not even a competition it's not about who's right or who's wrong it's about how can mm. we maintain a healthy relationship yes again with whomever we're talking about like with the compromise but we've seen so many like negative compromises mm-hmm. and i think part of uh learning healthy compromises in our relationships across the board is first recognizing some of the really bad and negative and detrimental and devastating and um, destructive compromises we've made or allowed in our current or in our past relationships. Yeah. Because let's be yeah. real, maybe you're in one right now that's just not working for you, but you're sucking it up or ooh, vice versa, ooh, where you're you're feeling ooh. like this this underlying distension towards someone, uh, dissension, this, this underlying like, just, um, you just, it's not healthy. If, if you're having to suck it up or someone else is having to suck it up, that's, that's not a healthy compromise. But we first have to recognize ways that we've made uh, unhealthy, unwise compromises, whether it is in the past and we can recognize it now or whether we're in it now and maybe we got to figure out a way out. Yeah, because I think uh, uh, working at a drug and alcohol facility, I think there's a lot of uh, compromise when it comes to relationships because a lot of the people don't know themselves and they are so desperately dependent on somebody else being in a relationship with that they'll compromise their their sanity just because they have this codependency to want to be in a relationship so bad so they're literally uh knocking down destroying erasing every bit of their own values their beliefs in order to be in a relationship because they don't want to be uh single and i think that's a that's a terrible uh thing that we've placed on society is is why what's wrong with being single and satisfied instead of being married and when i say married you don't necessarily have to be uh you know through the courts or uh some ceremony but to be in a relationship so being married and miserable instead of being single and satisfied because you're willing to compromise all of your own standards and beliefs and what you stand for just so you can be in a relationship i think that's the most terrible thing that you could ever do because you're not even being true to yourself. You're compromising everything for this other person that, first of all, more than likely didn't ask you to do it. But then secondly, you're compromising your beliefs to yourself to be in this relationship. I think that is one of the most terrible things you could ever do. I think that um, when it goes, again, we always go back to our very first topic on the workbook is our identity. Mm-hmm. When we don't understand our value, when we don't understand how... Uh, loved we truly are and how important we are when we don't even care for our own well-being we are codependent and feel like we need to be in relationship to find value in other people to find value in ourselves, for others to find value in us Mm -hmm. and even as we get older 
we all want to be valued, but we first have to find value in ourselves. People are not responsible for our happiness. Mm -hmm. We have to be able to find joy and um, contentment within ourselves. So it's really how how can we cultivate? We talked about that last time. How can we cultivate um, commitment? Mm-hmm. But first to ourself and recognizing we need to be whole and well before we can find um, other relationships. And again, this isn't just relationship, but this is with our children, with our siblings, with our bosses. This is with everybody. So I think we first must recognize all the ways that we've made and compromised in the past that are negative and didn't work out mm-hmm. and made maybe uh, led to other more destructive things in our past but until we recognize them, we cannot stop them so we don't repeat them. And that's crucial. Yeah, because I think a lot of times we don't even think about a lot of the compromises that we make. Because if, you know, say, for instance, financially, I know I want to uh, have a savings account. I want to save a certain amount. But how many of us have compromised our today for our tomorrow? How many people have bought things on credit cards compromising your today for tomorrow? You know, so I think that's a big one. Uh, I have to be careful of because I want to stay uh, somewhat healthy and fit, you know, for the rest of my life. Uh, I have a, a thing that I try to notice. I'm emphasizing trying. And anytime you say trying, you know, you, you, you're almost lying when you say it. I try to not eat after eight o'clock at night. I try to. But then, you know, that popcorn and the pretzels and the Doritos and the soda and ice cream be mm-hmm. calling my name at eight o'clock and usually it's at 801 they call they start calling and so i'll compromise you know my my future health for right now you know uh gratification of this food uh that i want to eat right now so i have to be very careful of compromising that you know how many people have compromised relationships of you're staying in a relationship that you know is no good for you and not realizing that you're compromising that future uh, person that you're supposed to be in a relationship with with, with the uh, compromise of being in a relationship right now. So we compromise in so many different ways, you know, and that's just a couple of examples of how we compromise. Ice cream loves me and I <laughs> cannot deny so my compromise is I just use a smaller bowl if it's late at night. I just use a, uh, even if it's a little measuring cup, you just get a little, and that kind of helps you. But mm-hmm. truth be told, I usually just grab a spoon and <laughs> the half gallon and sit at the table. But um, you can compromise in that way and saying, I'm going to take three bites rather right, than right. a full two cups of, like there's compromises because when you fail to honor your own yes. boundaries, yes, then we yes. tend to narrate some negative thinking. And that kind of stinking thinking isn't beneficial to us in yeah. any capacity or form. And then we start beating ourselves up and we start saying, well, I did that. I might as well just blow the, it's blown. No, it's not. You just yeah. start again at two, two minutes later. Once you swallow that, it's done. Next, mm-hmm. like you're, you start again. Like it's okay uh, to not beat ourselves up because boy, we are phenomenal at beating ourselves up and blaming ourself for a lot of things Mm -hmm. so in some of the areas that we compromise you know can we think of areas of ungodly compromises and that that's that's always something that you want to catch uh as soon as possible 
because it's when I say it's so easy to compromise, I'm talking about, man, every day you are battling. Are you going to compromise uh, your word to yourself? And I think I emphasize a lot to that because I always want to make sure that you if you can line your life up where you're not compromising in any area of your life and you're being true to yourself, it's so much more easier to be true to everybody else. But you have to, first of all, make sure that you're not continually compromising uh, and compromise is not always bad. So we're going to we're going to talk about that, you know, divine, defining, you know, what what is some good compromises? Uh, but also we have to make sure we define define uh, godly boundaries, you know, being prepared to defend and teach and not argue what and why we will not compromise, you know, because in the spiritual aspect, you know, we're supposed to just love everybody. And understanding that, yeah, we are supposed to love everybody, but that don't mean we got to compromise our values and our beliefs in the process of loving everybody. So an example for that would be, for instance, what are healthy compromises to do that are not compromising my own personal integrity and my own personal values? Some of the places that we frequent, maybe a friend wants to meet up at a place that I would love to meet you, but I, I, you know what, sis, I'm, I, I don't want to go to that place. Yeah. I'm not going to go to that bar. I just don't want to be in that environment. I am not, uh, and have any issues with alcohol or anything, but there's a lot of people that do. Mm-hmm. I personally choose not to be in that environment because I don't like the environment of, I don't like the way that spirit feels around yeah. that, the spirit of those environments. Maybe there's, hey, can we meet up at the park? Can we go for a walk outside? Yeah. Can, can we, hey, why don't you come over here for dinner? And yeah. there's so many other ways we can compromise and still spend time together. Yeah. There's a lot of things. Uh, um, we just had gone, um, our, one of our friends got married. One of our friends got married, and, and that was a perfect example of, I don't know where this tradition came from. Yeah. I actually despise this tradition. I don't think there's anything healthy about this tradition. Yeah is bachelor and bachelorette parties. I, I just don't know where it started, where it came yeah. from. I, I don't necessarily care to know. I just don't believe in it. I yeah. don't believe that this is a good way to support your friend who's right. getting married, to be successful in their relationship. And then the night before their marriage, you're going to go out and uh, whether it be males or females, be around uh, other situations where there's a lot of alcohol involved mm-hmm. and and just really negative atmospheres right um, right and I, I just don't see the joy i don't see the uh benefit from that in any aspect yeah i don't think that's healthy like here i'm here to support you so my compromise is i am here to support you sis i got you i'll be one of your bridesmaids i will walk it down the aisle whatever those things are but the reality is i can't be there and maybe even talk to them i don't have to argue my point right, i right, just have to right. try State. and teach mm-hmm. them and say hey listen i want you to be successful i want it's not about this wedding. It's about this marriage. marriage it's about yeah. a marriage of commitment. It's about a marriage of, of, of two people coming together and yeah. being the very best they can be and uh, not inviting foolishness into it. Right. So why would you spend a whole night of foolishness? So there's so mm. many other ways. We can all go out to dinner. Yeah. We can all have a wonderful time. Yeah, Let's yeah, all yeah. go out to dinner and celebrate mm-hmm. our friendships and celebrate unity and celebrate um, the parts of, of, of you leaving behind the single yeah. life and what that means. But... In no way does that mean I need to go and have a lap dance by some other person. Right, right. In, in any way, while I'm yeah. consuming alcohol, I just don't see the benefit in that. So explaining that and maybe viewing it in a different aspect. And, you know, as we get older, we see it. But not just automatically and blindly following traditions 
that honestly, if you stop to think, make no sense Sense. and are not healthy. Yeah, and you and you said it perfectly, babe. Because I'm like, why would you get drunk out of your mind and going to watch this person strip off their clothes right before the day you're about to get married? That makes absolutely no sense. Don't know where we got that tradition from, but that's a big one, man. Because if you go into it saying, you know, this is my last night of freedom, got that, and it's not even so much last night of freedom. What the marriage ought to do is embellish your freedom because. Uh, you get a chance to now be the best that you can possibly be in this relationship. And that person can see some of the things that you need to cut back on and some of the things that you need to be uh, uh, encouraged to do more of. So it could be that that's that's the part of the freedom that's beautiful in the marriage. But the, why would you just totally just almost ruin your uh, marriage night by going to do this stupid stuff the night before? So it actually makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, and that's part of we need to be prepared to defend and teach, not argue. We don't need to argue our point and it being right or wrong. It's just what and why we will not compromise. What we're not going to be willing to compromise and why we're not willing to compromise those things. Um, And to recognize that other people or these kind of events, they're not responsible for us making bad choices. I'm not going to blindly go places. I have my own personal mm-hmm, integrity. I mm-hmm. have my own personal opinion. And I have my own personal boundaries. I choose to not go to these places because I know what it could cause. And I'm not inviting any of those things into my life. That's not what. I, that's not how I want to begin a marriage. I'm not going to begin a job by going and getting drunk the night before. Right, how right. much sense does that make? Yeah. Absolutely none. And people don't think that way. If I have to go to have surgery, I'm not going to go and to all you can eat buffet yeah, the night before. Yeah, right. like, there's just certain things <laughs> right, that right. people don't realize how right. foolish one thing sounds until you start putting it in a, in a different situation and start yeah. re- recognizing those things. If I have problem with food, I'm not going to go to an all-you-can-eat buffet. Maybe I, I'm not, maybe I just had a gastric bypass and I shouldn't be eating that much. Right, right. Those are compromises. Yes, I want to have dinner with you. Absolutely. Can we go to this place instead? Mm-hmm. Explain why. Yeah. Explain what you can eat. Explain why you can't go there. It's really simple. It, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't take a lot. And I don't know why we can't articulate and explain and communicate. Yeah. And we need, need to be able to... Um, Again, ensure our commitment in relationship is important to us, but be able to articulate the whys and the mm-hmm. why nots. I think something that's really cool is is a lot of times we don't realize this, but the way you introduce yourself to people and the way you treat yourself is a, a great way to teach people how to treat you where you don't have to even be tempted into compromise in the first place. You know, and that's the one thing I love about life where it is right now, because there's a lot of things that people, you know, should know up front about you when they first meet you is that this is what I stand for. This is what I believe. And I will not compromise my beliefs on that. You know, and I just, you know, use the job because uh, I'm a 40 hour week person. And that's it, man. You're going to get 40 hours a week out of me. I'm going to give you all I got during those 40 hours. But when I put my key in ignition, I'll be like. <laughs> What's the name of this place again where I work at again? Because once I put that key in that ignition, I drive off that property, I'm done. And there's no compromising of that, you know, with my my work. And I make sure of that, you know, that the people that I work with would know that, you know, because I love the time that I, I'm at work. I get a chance to minister and be a, a blessing and serve those people in that community. But man, when I'm gone, man, I love being alone with my queen and being alone with myself to have that time. So I will not compromise those things. 
some of the ways that maybe we can maintain and able to define and therefore cultivate our what we compromise and what we were not willing to compromise is again going back to our boundaries right our level mm-hmm. of commitment to ourself and our well-being so what are some of the things that maybe we can do to help maintain and cultivate our boundaries within ourselves? and for myself i i love to meditate i love to sit personally i love to sit outside again if it's 15 minutes you can go as long as you can some days maybe 45 minutes and i i love to earth i i, I earth every day if possible uh some days are not possible but as much as it is possible for me is meditation i highly recommend it whether you meditate on god's word whether you meditate on just the quietness when you put some music i love frequency meditation and just sit and maybe you have mantras maybe you have prayers that you pray maybe you have um, things that you do to encourage yourself but you have to know again to cultivate yourself your own boundaries Mm -hmm. know know where your boundaries know what your limitations are know what you're willing to commit to and to be able to express that explain it and teach it without arguing and and then you decide you can make better choices once you have chosen to spend a few minutes with yourself yeah and uh to meditate and check in on you check in on you again we we want others to show up for us we can't compromise in relationships if they're not willing they want us to show up and we need to show up for us first Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. we're willing to show up for everybody else first so meditation and uh, meditation will help us get stable yeah get to a place yeah. do your morning prayer wherever whatever that is for you it might look like sitting at the coffee table with a cup of coffee for me it's sitting outside with my feet in the dirt for others it might be on a yoga mat for others mm-hmm. it might be a prayer walk i used to do prayer walking in the yeah. and whatever that is for you figure that out get back into touch with yourself yeah figure out where you are what your limitations are so you're able to make better choices yeah. as the day progresses yeah and and that is one of the greatest uh, commandments in the, the word of God is to make sure that you love God with all your heart, mind, body and soul, and then to love others as you love yourself. So a lot of the compromise that we have with ourselves is is, comp- is ends up getting, being compromising in our relationship. So the one thing that we want to do is make sure we're true to ourselves and not to compromise, you know, our beliefs. Uh, some of the things that I love uh with my baby is there are certain things like she said she does her earthing and and being in the word and and praying and and all of those things and then vice versa for me you know i love to spend at least one hour uh with the lord in the morning you know prayer meditation uh whether it's fasting uh getting in the word so it's always those things and then another hour of just stretching man i love to stretch i love to uh, do some kind of you know calisthenics and those are the things that we each have in our own lives that sets us up to have a great day so anytime we're compromising our own uh integrity our own uh beliefs and our own system of how we operate at our best uh when we compromise that we end up going to more than likely compromise the relationships that we're being involved in definitely noticed on those mornings when uh maybe maybe you forgot mm-hmm. that we have to be somewhere and i'm like babe we have to go somewhere and you're in the middle of possibly getting your stretch on normally i know that your hour and that's part of commitment right yeah. my commitment to you is knowing your boundaries knowing your limitations knowing that this is something that you need for you to be your best and to feel your best and vice versa 
but sometimes we don't get those in. Sometimes we yeah. wake up late or sometimes mm-hmm. we're running or there's circumstances out of our control, weather, whatever those things may be. Um, and you're right. We're not our best. So we just have to recognize, just get back in touch, mm-hmm. take a step back and take a deep breath yeah. and start again. Because yeah. one of the things I've, I had to learn uh, during COVID because I had made a, a vow to myself to always work out uh, and take care of my body. So when I say that, how I defined it in my head was always being at the gym. That was that was huge for me. Uh, still to this day, I thank God for the last 37 years that I've committed uh, of taking care of myself. I really thought when I said take care of myself, I didn't realize that I would literally mean going to the gym. So when COVID happened, I literally had to change up my whole routine you know, to be at home, to, you know, like I said, do more stretching, do more calisthenics. I even bought some little free weights, but that's how I looked in my mind. I had to, to compromise of saying, you know what, John, you're still working out, still doing what you're doing, but it's not going to be at the gym. You know, I even passed out back in October. I think it was no October. I think it was August of last year, uh, working out with my brother-in-law and, just end up passing out and I'm like okay John it's it's not the way it has to be how you did when you were younger you know bro you ain't you ain't no 25 no more you 55 so you got to compromise the way you look at working out you're still taking care of your body and you're still doing the things that you're doing to make yourself healthy but it does not look like it did when you were in your 20s so that's one of the things sometimes we have to compromise with ourselves and make some adjustments that we didn't you know realize we was going to have to make but once again, as you're getting older, you cannot do the things that you used to do. So you can still do what you did, but you just have to make compromise the way you used to do it. And that's not a bad thing. And I love that you said that because, again, what is the definition of compromise? Is To compromise is to make a deal between different parties where each party gives up a part of their demand. But sometimes... Different parties are us in our twenties and us now in our fifties. <laughs> uh, We're there. the same person, but those are that's a different person. Yeah, that's a completely different person. And um, for those who don't understand that, just keep living, baby. Just keep living, and you'll start understanding. Even if you're in your thirties, uh, even in your thirties now, you start realizing you're a little bit more tired than you were in your twenties, mm-hmm. and um, the things continue to evolve. So. So even changing and compromising some of the things that we do and the way yeah. that we do them. Uh, I know that you were willing to compromise the way you ate yeah. when we first met. That, mm-hmm. was a, that was a compromise that was, for yeah. you. That was a huge yeah. compromise. You were a huge meat, deep fried kind of guy. That's right. Uh, tacos every night if, you, if it was up to you. Mm-hmm. Meat every night if it was up to you. If yes, there was indeed. meat on the plate, it wasn't a meal. And, That's right. Um, I didn't eat meat for years. It was mm-hmm. five years I was vegan. And... Um, it was just learning different ways that you were still getting your protein, but you had to, you were willing to change. Yeah. But those are things that after you sat and you thought you were willing to open your mind mm-hmm. to realize it's more beneficial to my own health. Yeah. And then becoming pescatarian and learning, you know, we started eating more fish and it's just learning what are better ways to take care of our health. We're still going to eat. Now we didn't yeah. miss a meal. Yeah. We haven't no. missed a meal mm-hmm. yet. And we, we still are able to go to restaurants. But we are being so intentional about the things that we are consuming to fuel our bodies because, again, different seasons demand, have different demands on our body. And as we get older, we want to be more intentional. Mm -hmm. As we're in Tucson, we know it doesn't take too much before you're dehydrated. 
if you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. Mm. So that like we have to learn how to compromise. Compromise is not, okay, I'll drink three sodas instead of five. No, it's I'll drink three waters and two sodas. Maybe compromising the way we're doing. Like mm, compromise is not always negative. It mm-hmm. could be a beneficial. It should be beneficial to both parties. But on that example, that was a huge compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, the way we love to go camping. I can't yeah. tell you. I grew up camping and we would, uh, we, me and my, uh, my family grew up. I'm first generation in the States and we had a Volkswagen bus and we used to have vacations every summer. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a lot of money, but we drove. So we're in New York and we would drive different, different years. We drive anywhere from all the way to Canada to drive all the way to Key West. We would sleep in the van. Five of us would sleep in the van. We would park behind 24 hour diners uh, and we would pee in a bucket and we hated every second of that. And we would be, get, you know, here's a rag, go into the diner and wash up. And we'd be like so mortified as kids. But you know what? We went to the campsite and we would have just the time of our life. I would just love running with frogs and catching and barefoot everywhere. I would be barefoot literally for like months at a time. And some restaurants wouldn't let me in the door because I was mm, just no shoes, barefoot. No shirt, mo- no I was, service. I was just a Mowgli <laughs> growing up. I was just Mowgli. I was always barefoot. And I still am. But... That's my way of vacationing. And when mm-hmm. I was a single mom with do- with my kids, I didn't have a lot of money. I had a truck, and we would throw the kids in the back of the truck. We, me, and my dog, we'd throw the kids in the back of the truck. All three of us would go, and we'd go to Sedona almost every week, and we'd go to the mountains. We'd go all over the place, mm-hmm. and my kids probably hated most of the most of it. Uh, they, they could smell each other's feet. Somebody was touching them. The air was too thin. I mean, you <laughs> you you line up every. But you know what? We had vacations Mm -hmm. just like when i was a kid we had a vacation we compromised our comfort maybe for an experience Mm -hmm. for memories that were fantastic and there i go and marry this beautiful amazing husband who has never camped a day in his life Mm -mm. uh, in his (laughs) life Mm -mm. and i'll let you tell the rest of that oh man so uh we have currently right now been married for 13 years. Uh, God bless my beautiful queen because she had to compromise uh, her idea of camping. I had to compromise my idea of camping. So for 10 years, she have always wanted us to get like something like an RV, you know, I mean, she just wanted us to go camping, go camping. And me being born and raised in Flint, Michigan, man, it was always about running them streets, doing our little things, what we was doing. And camping was the furthest thing from my mind. So let's jump back into our marriage. So at the age, let me see, I think it was like five years ago, uh, my beautiful baby had to have uh, two tumors removed out of her brain. And that shook our world all the way up shook it all the way up so uh come back around to two years ago so my baby was like babe you know i still want to do this camping thing and i was like babe okay we're gonna we're gonna do it but it's gonna have to be we're gonna have to make it look a whole lot different than i'm used to being because your boy ain't trying to be outside with all them bugs and (laughs) mosquitoes and all that and i'm like oh babe i can't see it so then here we go starting to go to uh rv uh 
what was it? What was those things like? RV shows. RV shows. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's it, just your idea of camping, camping was so yes. not even in the same genre. Yeah. Like you, you yeah. weren't even there because you never camped. Right. 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 You never but camped. just the thought of it, of how it, I thought yeah. it was gonna look, man. Yeah. Tents outside, with the smoking the bar. I'm like, man, I, I ain't feeling this. So here we go, starting to look at campers. So uh, now I want you to put this in, in uh, your uh, minds because. The size difference makes a difference. So my beautiful queen is five feet and three quarters, you know, so she got to throw that three quarters up up in there. <laughs> and I am six, four. So major uh, height difference there. So when we first started going looking at RVs, y'all know what I was looking at. Class A, them, yo, them big mamma jammas. Class C was the smallest. I was like, okay, we can't go smaller than this because I got to be able to stand in the RV. That was always my idea of what the RV was supposed to be about. And then my baby got to looking at these other RVs. Camper. Campers. Yeah. Class Bs. Yes. I'm like, man, if you know what a Class B is. So for those who don't know what a Class B is. An A is those big buses. Yeah. An baby. A is a bus. Yeah. It's like a school Woo -woo -woo. bus size, if not mm -hmm. bigger. Yeah, those are those right. big, huge, uh, like... Uh, tour buses almost yeah, like the almost. greyhounds that's uh -huh. a class a they're ginormous <laughs> you got to have like a certain license to even drive, yeah, drive that thing yeah then class c's are some nice uh, they usually start off around about 28 feet maybe. 28 yeah I don't know. 23 28 feet they yeah. pretty big and plus they i can stand in them and the fifth wheels are different those are the ones that you, ha you, you, you have to, to attach to a truck yeah mm -hmm. and then the b's doesn't make sense that a is giant b is a a camper van, so like a VW bus. Think of like mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the Winnebago's with Velias. Mm -hmm. Those are campers, like the old-fashioned hippies. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's yeah. what I'm talking about. So then, if, you know, every time we walk into an RV show, usually the first vans you see at an RV show are Class Bs, you know, because they, they start from the small ones and then they just uh, show you a bigger one, bigger one, bigger one, bigger one. So anytime we walk into an RV show, I walk immediately past the Class Bs. I wouldn't even remotely <laughs> trying to look at them RV. I'm like, I got to be able to stand up in this joint. But as we continue to look at more and more RVs, we continue to look at our, our price, continue to look at, you know, what we needed it for. And then here we go, more and more leaning towards my baby's idea. And really both our both our ideas of camping. And that made a major difference in our life. Because we almost, if we could, every weekend we'd be gone. And I never thought in a million years I would be doing that. But one of the healthy compromises is we were able to get a van, a, a RV. So that was part of the, my glamping you know, compromise <laughs> with camping versus being out the way, you know, she grew up camping. Yes. Major difference. And now Flint, Michigan, <laughs> every chance we get, we go camping. So yes, my indeed. baby's finally come over to my hippie yes, side. Yes. <laughs> and that's a compromise. And for both of us, for mm -hmm, both of us. Mm -hmm. And part of that was forced upon due to my disability. Yeah. Um, because I was no longer able to set up camp. Like I would in the past, I think one time you came camping with me, I took all yes, the kids, uh -huh. we had like eight kids and um, I set everything up yeah. because nobody knew how to do it and you had no idea. So a van is simple. We did the simplest, easiest for both of us. Mm -hmm. I'm able to get in and out easy, wheelchair yeah. fits. It pops up top, yeah, just we can beautiful. sleep four people in it, it has everything and uh, Pleasure Way, Tofino, I love that brand. Yeah, we love that beautiful. van, and uh, we did our homework. 
So that was a huge, that's one of the biggest compromises we've done. And it took 10 years of patience and prayers waiting for my baby to realize the joy yeah. in camping. Yeah, and now really he is. sees the benefit and the joy and the investment, the investment. You know, a lot of people think that more means more money, um, more uh, stuff, bigger. And it's not always necessarily the truth. It's compromising mm. quality over quantity. And to have more doesn't necessarily mean you have to accumulate more stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we've had the joy now of compromising. Both both of us have compromised to a point where we both ended up realizing the benefit of it. And we're both gaining and yeah. uh, basking in the benefit of spending time unplugged from everything yeah we actually don't we go places where there is no service and uh that's intentional because otherwise we'd be on our phones playing mm -hmm. games um so it's it's a beautiful thing and that's a huge compromise that we that's one of our biggest compromises that we've had in our marriage everything yeah. the other ones you're always going to have compromises whether it be always. at work with having to work overtime and your commitments to your home whether it be with friends and the places that everybody wants to go whether it be in the clothes that you wear and what's expected for you to wear at certain locations mm -hmm. i mean there's always compromise but never compromise your values never compromise your integrity never compromise uh the word of god yeah and yeah, uh, never compromise your relationship to get your way yeah because healthy compromise is when it benefits both individuals become holy and healthy so there's some great examples of godly compromises is when both parties continue to communicate during disagreements because you're going to have that even though it is challenging for both of you to open up and be honest and whether that's uh, through parents or family or children or employer, uh, you have to make sure you work through uh, the disagreement that you're having, because we're always going to have disagreements, man. Like I said, make sure you stop uh, getting to the point where you're disagreeing with yourself. You're mentally knowing what you're doing, but your heart is doing something else. You know, I, you know, mentally know I shouldn't do drugs and alcohol. I'm verbally saying I shouldn't do drugs and alcohol. But guess what? And in, in the heart of the people that I work with that heart continues to go and do the drugs and alcohol. So get into the point where you don't have that disagreement within yourself, you know, to, to actually line up your head, your mouth and your heart to be in one accord, to stop having those disagreements, those uh, compromises within yourself, because we will never live our fullest life if we're constantly compromising ourselves and our relationships sometimes with God and with other people. So how can we uh, not do that? Is to encourage each other. Not only to I, I encourage us to maintain healthy boundaries for ourselves and continue to commit to ourselves and know what you're not willing to compromise, but encourage each other to take better care of um, their own mind, their own body, their spirit. I'm always going to say to people, find what makes your heart breathe. Where can you feel your best? Thich Nhat Hanh, old, um, this little guy, he's like a Vietnamese monk, and I love his quote. It says, love people so they feel free. And I want to live my life like, yeah. I want to feel free, you know? 
Jesus died, died. He died for us to f- mm-hmm. be free. Well, don't get entangled again into the same things that yeah. keep us bound. Don't entangle yourself. We make choices. And sometimes failure to make those choices and maintain our boundaries are failure to know yourself. Yeah. So if we don't um, want to make bad compromises that compromise our own health, our yeah. own integrity, our own values... We have to advocate for ourselves. We have to know ourselves. We have to go back to who am I? Know my value, know my purpose. Meditate, meditate. Spend time with you, so you can uh, be ready for that day. So you can be ready to face some of those hard questions that you're going to be faced with, some of those choices, some of those places that we might have to go into. But to continue to encourage one another, so we don't compromise some of those things that matter. We do not compromise. Uh, our meditation we do not compromise our accountability to one another we do not compromise um, healthy relationships yeah we do not compromise getting our exercise in maybe that just means walking around the house a few times yeah that's what it looks like for me walking around the Mm -hmm. kitchen in the living room Uh, do not help compromise healthy eating maybe I ate a bigger piece of cake than I did uh, my dinner that's okay maybe the next meal will be better (laughs) <laughs> but I'm not going to just give up on myself or just start tearing myself down. Yeah. I'm just going to continue. But it's really about less unfruitful time and more fruitful time. Things that nourish me, I'm not going to compromise doing things that in my insides are screaming, I don't want to be here. Somebody made a really cute t-shirt and I love it. And it says, sorry, I'm late. I didn't want to be here. And it's so funny. And people think it's so rude. But the reality is if we had are able to articulate and we can be better about communicating our needs our commitments and our boundaries we wouldn't have to compromise our own integrity to be places and with people that we don't have any intention or want to even be there yeah i think something that we have to be careful of is if you're constantly a yes person you know it's hard for you to tell people no Mm -hmm. and if people see that you are a person that loves to be committed to something you know, they they will continue to call on you time and time and time and time again because they know you're going to be faithful. You know, if there's a, if you're moving, you know, people will call on you, especially if you got a truck. They will continue to call on you to help them move uh, every weekend. And, and you're supposed to be available to them, you know, to be able to move. Uh, if you're not careful, people will call you into, like I said, doing overtime, whether it's being committed to. Uh, some kind of charity and you love the charity, but you just don't have the time to be committed to it, whether it's uh, being part of the PTA or some organization, being on their board of advisors or whatever it may be. Uh, If you are a person that are constantly saying yes, people will continue to constantly call you until you tell them, you know what, I'm getting to the point where I don't want to be resentful towards people. So I've got to start telling people no, when I know deep down, I really didn't want to be a part of that that event that organization that uh the many things that you can be a part of we have to get to the point where we stop over committing and compromising our values our our strength our energy our love our money towards things that we really don't have a heart to do guess what if we could and my wife would tell you you know and that's both of us we, w- we would give our our energy time and money to everything and anything that's going to be a blessing to get people closer to god for them to have a more fulfilling life but then at the same time we've got to make sure that we're not compromising our marriage 
in order to do other things that's going to uh, 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 disintegrate, you know, the kind of relationship that we want to have because we want to have a prosperous marriage to the day we die. I mean, we want to constantly continue to grow continue to uh, build each other up and part of doing that might be have to be a compromise but it's also compromises that will make our relationship better to bring us closer to each other and closer to god amen and so two things i'd like to to leave you with uh one opportunity does not equal obligation and I think sometimes we are so obligated and we feel so pressured because we love the people. We believe in the in the event. We believe in the um, the foundation of what they're doing. We believe in it. Um, but just because we have an opportunity to do something, it does not mean we are obligated to do it. So just like my, uh, my babe was saying, like we have to be careful because we might get called on to do certain things and we are definitely... Our heart is, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I am there. Mm-hmm. But we also realize we've committed to, just like we just talked about the camper. Yeah. We just talked about her, her, we've named her Azaria. Azaria means God helps. And we've named our van Azaria. And we committed to that because we're having her gives us the opportunity to have more time away. And we have committed to that. And she is a reminder to us every day when we see her, mm-hmm. every day that we see her parked out there. And the thing I'd like to leave you with is the calendar. Number two, take the ca- use your calendar. Everyone has a cell phone. Almost everybody has a cell phone. Use your calendar. Yeah. Put yourself in your calendar. Mm. Put schedule yourself in your calendar. Mm. Schedule your meditation time in the morning. Schedule your wake up time that you want to wake up. Schedule your time to eat yourself a healthy breakfast, even if it's just a cup of coffee. Schedule a break in the afternoon. To go and sit back, do you? If maybe you want an afternoon meditation because people are driving you nuts at work, maybe you need a two to two fifteen break. Take your time. Yeah. Even if that is just going and sitting on the toilet, I don't care what people think. Take your time and don't make anything within those schedule. And say when people call you, be like, let me look at my calendar, and schedule yourself in there. You are worth the time. Commit yourself to yourself and follow and keep those boundaries to yourself so you don't compromise and you don't overlap and you don't start dismissing yourself because you are the first person that you will uh, dismiss. Amen. So it says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 11, therefore comfort each other and edify one another just as you also are doing. It is important that as much as we uh, make sure we're taking care of ourselves, you know, we try to make sure we put that wonderful balance over there, taking care of yourself, make sure you're not compromising your own values and beliefs and becoming the person that you want to be, but also making sure you're not compromising uh, your relationships, uh, building people up and encouraging them and uh, encouraging restoration and time with family members, even though it's scary, it is a big one, man, because Sometimes, man, try to trying to remend uh, relationships. Uh, there might, there's going to definitely have to be some compromise up in there because if it's there, some been some some horrifying events that have taken place, and sometimes you can't rectify. Let's just be honest. You know, you have to be at peace with. Uh, if it's somebody that I love that passed away, and there is no uh, way to bring that bring that back, I've got to compromise myself and say, you know what, uh, I got to let this go. I gotta let this har- harboring of relationship, harboring of bitterness and anger, that I gotta let this go, man. Because 
it's it's too hard on me not to uh be everything i'm supposed to be uh it also says in romans chapter 14 verse 19 so then make it your top priority to live a life of peace with harmony in your relationships eagerly seeking to strengthen and encourage one another part of that is building people up uh lifting them up uh encouraging them not knowing not uh compromising your values in the process but also guess what loving on people man because everybody in this world that's if you don't know nothing else about people they need two things they need to be loved and they need to love but in the process of loving yourself don't compromise yourself don't compromise uh you trying to be in relationships that's going to build you up and, and be the best that you can be and don't compromise your relationship with god man god has so much in store for you he wants the absolute best for you but how many times have we compromised what he's asked us to do for other people and what ends up happening with that what happened with that well my love my sweet love you is there any closing words you would have I gave my closing recommendations. Make time for yourself. Right schedule on. you. Yeah. Schedule you. Um, write it in the calendar. And you're more likely to keep your boundaries. And that will help prevent you from making um, unhealthy compromises that take away from you and your life and your schedule and your needs. Amen. Love you guys. Continue to do the best that you can be. And don't just listen to this for information. Apply it to your lives so you can be successful. We love you. God bless.